Transfer student experience. The transfer student experience. The transfer student experience. So I transferred from Glendale Community College. I transferred in as a junior, 2017, and I transferred into Marshall School of Business to do my undergrad in business administration. So I did two years at community college, even though USC only required the one year of credit, but I wanted to keep my options open between other schools. So I just decided to do the full two years. So I came in as a junior. I graduated May of 2019. So it's been a little over a year now. Something I want to talk about, especially given that you're an alumni now, is how the job search has been for you in this current environment. Luck. I don't think is the right word because I worked really hard to get the job that I currently have, but I got an internship shortly after I transferred with City Private Bank in their analyst program, their financial analyst program. I went to New York the following summer for my junior year internship, and I actually got extended a full-time job offer for the following year, which was basically after I graduate. And so I went back to New York the following year, did another training course and then I came back to LA and I've been working full-time since September of last year. And you briefly mentioned the analyst position. I'm assuming you want to go into investment banking. Is that a fair statement? Well, it's private banking, which is obviously different than investment banking, but it's an analyst program that's rotational. So you get to rotate through different positions within the bank and kind of get exposure to you know, different parts, whether that's banking, lending, or investments, it's a good introduction to, you know, what you're interested in. And currently, I've done the banking rotation, and I'm currently in our investment finance. So we do a lot of commercial real estate lending. And it's been something that I found really interesting. So that's where I'm at right now. And so did you know that's something that you always wanted to do? Absolutely not. The biggest challenge for me when I transferred is like, I didn't even know what recruiting was. No one tells you at community college I didn't really know anybody at USC like in especially in the business school all my friends were science majors I was the only business major I'm like what is recruiting what internship they're like you're behind if you don't get a junior internship and all of this stuff so it was really stressful and honestly I just kept hearing other people's conversations while I was like sitting in the you know the cafeteria areas or classes and I'm like oh my god maybe I should like google what that means or like ask this person what that means and like I started going to the Trojan talks on campus and I sat in on investment banking thinking like oh yeah I'm gonna do investment banking and I ran like as far as I could away from that because I was like this is not the life for me and then I found cities Trojan and talk and then obviously I've been there since so I got lucky in the sense that I found something that was right for me and they liked me and like I was able to figure it out but like a lot of people weren't able to figure it out and like there was no guidance so if you're not someone who's just gonna like just try every possible thing to get it done and not give up it's really really hard it's just really hard it's not fair honestly in my opinion but it is what it is I guess yeah I know what you mean. And so, I mean, what what are some classes that you initially found challenging but ended up being rewarding given what you're doing now? Honestly, I didn't take anything that was very interesting. And the reason why I say that is because as a transfer student, you're forced to retake a lot of the classes that you already took in your first two years. 
So my schedule, at least for me, because I had two years, like my schedule was filled up with like another accounting class, like two econ classes. Like I had one finance course and that was like an introduction to finance. It has nothing really to do with what I'm doing now. Everything that I'm doing now, I've learned on the job and like continue to learn outside of working hours. I'm even looking to pursue like a certificate program or something more niche in what I'm learning just for my personal knowledge because I didn't get the chance. But USC has so many interesting elective courses that you can take. I just wasn't going to graduate on time if I took the time to take those classes because like I had a job offer lined up and I didn't want to give that up. And given the current climate, I'm really happy that I didn't because it's very tough to get a job right now from what I hear. Yeah, no, that's definitely an interesting thing. I've never heard someone say, no, I didn't take any classes that were interesting. I mean, they were interesting, but like, yeah. I think my favorite class was my organizational development class. I loved my communications class. But other than that, like everything was just very generic. It was like econ and, you know, accounting and stats, stuff that I wish I didn't have to fill my schedule with. And I could fill my schedule with something that was more niche or like interesting or more advanced finance courses. I just felt like I got the shorthand in that. And that came from being a transfer because I had to take a Chinese cinema class to satisfy two credits that I needed. And that was the only way that I was going to graduate on time. Did I want to take a Chinese cinema class? Absolutely not. Like I could have found a million other classes that I would have loved, but that wasn't in the deck of cards for me if I wanted to graduate on time. No, it makes total sense. I get where you're coming from. I was the same with engineering. I was already studied for two years. I had to do a bunch of first year subjects. I'm already a year older than most people. So like doing like math 101 with yeah. 18 year olds is like not ideal. And yeah. like you said, it's you're trying your best to graduate on time. So sometimes you don't get to take all the classes that you want. And I actually like similar to what you're doing now, I was like, okay, I want to make this better for like future transfers students like I heard of the TSC yeah. and I was like you know I'm gonna get involved but I literally didn't have time granted the last two years I was also going through like serious health problems so that also made it like that much harder to graduate but I mean here I am like what was the most difficult part of transferring for you initially it was the difficulty of classes the schedule thing wasn't you know that like the hours you know I I feel like I always was dedicating most of my time to school but the whole curving concept a lot of things you're coming in these people have been in your class since they were freshmen at USC it's a big learning curve to come in as a transfer student like you're like wait what's a curve what line do I have to be above and the complexity of the classes I think was definitely a lot harder than what I was used to in community college I think the best way I could put it is like I was the big fish in a small pond at community college and then I just became just an average fish in a bigger pond at USC you know so you had to definitely like do a lot more to stand out and I feel like at a community college it was a little bit different so that kind of hit me a little hard making friends I didn't have much time to do that many social activities but it's not hard like if you just talk to people in your classes I think and you know try to get involved in like a 
club or something. I wasn't the type to join a sorority or anything like that, nor do I think more transfers don't really like go that route because they're already juniors at that point. I'm Armenian, so I joined the like the Armenian Student Association and I knew a lot of the people already just because we're a small community, but you got to meet more people too that way. And I've usually been asking people what they miss before the virus. I'm gonna keep it interesting. What don't you miss before the virus? Oh, I don't miss driving to work. That's for sure. I don't miss a lot of things. I don't, like I personally, the virus in my work-life balance has affected me really well because the commute for me total of work was about three hours, you a know, an hour, an hour and a half back, you know? Yeah. So I've gained that time and I've been able to use that time to eat breakfast in the morning and work out and, you know, take care of myself a little bit more or just have more time to do things. I think a con maybe is that because I work from home, which I'm so blessed that I've had the ability to since the beginning of the virus and keep my job is sometimes you end up working a little bit more hours because there isn't that cutoff of like, okay, I'm at work now, now I'm at home. It's kind of been jumbled into one. But I think like I have a good communication with like my team and managers. So it makes it work. But definitely the commute, I don't miss. And I like wearing, you know, comfortable clothes all day. So that's definitely a perk. Right. Or nice upper half and then nothing. Yeah. I don't have many Zoom calls. Like we don't do a lot of Zoom calls for my job. But, you know, when I do even like no one really dresses up. So it's kind of, it's nice. That's nice. Do you, do you see companies going back to working at all? Or do you think they're enjoying this sort of remote situation way too much and not having to pay rent for offices and all that stuff? You know, my specific company, like we focus on like they call like an apprenticeship model. So for newer people, it's a little bit hard to navigate through the company because we're, you know, a small business, but within city as a whole, like it's a huge company. So navigating is a little bit difficult. I got lucky that I started before all of this. So I got to know, you know, everybody in the systems who I need to talk to. And I was like familiar, but you know, like the analyst coming in now, she's like completely starting remote. And that's like a whole learning curve. So I personally, people tell me on the side, like, oh, I love this. But then some people hate it because they have like kids at home and I don't think it's sustainable for everybody. But what I would hope that comes out of this is more flexibility. Not so much of that strict, like, okay, you're going to be in the office nine to five and don't think about leaving any like earlier than that. You know, it's like, if you have to go to your kid's school for something, go. If you have a doctor's appointment, go. If you really just need to work from home that day, as long as you make yourself available, I don't see what the problem is because we've been fully functional from home. I mean, I would prefer to work from home like forever, but (laughs) I I think most most young adults would prefer that for sure work with like a lot of people my age i'm yeah i'm the youngest person in my office so yeah i'm just trying to think i know there's like a bunch of office politics that happens in a company if you're remote you're sort of far removed from that so i'm not sure how like the social aspect of work will be affected i definitely not will be but in terms of whether for good or bad they do their their best as far as like hosting a zoom call just to make sure like you know everyone stays connected but it ends up kind of being like an awkward conversation where like everyone's on mute and then management will like call you out and like put you on the spot about a question and I always end up participating because then I feel like awkward and I'm like okay I guess I'll say something but then it just becomes even more awkward and it's just like this whole thing but 
Yeah. Knowing what you know now, Mm -hmm. if you could go back in time and give a younger Sarah some advice, what would you tell her? I was really hard on myself. So I would tell myself, don't stress out so much. Everything works out in the end of the day. I know it seems like there's this whole rush and everybody around you is always doing, seemingly doing more than you are and you're never doing enough. But the reality that I've come to find is no one ever really knows what they're doing. So only compare yourself to your own path and your own journey and it'll all work out. Don't be lazy. Never be lazy. But as long as you do everything you can every day, then if things don't work out perfectly, then it's fine. Just always be curious and try your best because I was really hard on myself. That impacted me very negatively health-wise. I mean, I got to where I wanted to be, but I wish I just took a little bit more of a chill approach because people did that and they ended up the same place that I'm at. When I look back, did I really enjoy my two years? Absolutely not. When I wish I did, you know, because that's like, oh, everyone talks about college and this and that and it's like well like I wish I just took a little bit more time to like stop and smell the roses not put so much pressure on myself but it's a little bit hard again when you're a transfer student you kind of feel like you're alone but I mean there are resources out there and obviously you're trying very hard to create this whole network which I'm really happy that you are and a lot of people reach out to me I try to be good about reaching out I'm not always the best at it so that's why I was like okay I have to make sure that I I do this call because I feel like I need to give back something if I can not that I really know what I'm doing but (laughs) I think it's still helpful just to hear another transfer voice it's not necessarily about experience it's just it's perspective yeah so you to put it yeah Yeah, but I think honestly, that's a great note to end it on. Have faith in the journey. But with that, I thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. I really appreciate it. The transfer student experience. The transfer student experience.